This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. This week, MMWR published reports on long COVID and its impact on daily activities, rates of SARS-CoV-2 infection and associated death among patients on dialysis, and a salmonella outbreak. Let's take a look at this week's headlines. First, the percentage of adults reporting long COVID has decreased. However, one in four people with long COVID reported significant impact to their daily activities. Next, patients on dialysis had higher rates of SARS-CoV-2 infection and associated death compared to the general U.S. population during the Delta and early Omicron waves. Finally, tofu is identified as the source of a salmonella outbreak in Ontario, Canada. Welcome, I'm Charlotte Kent, Editor-in-Chief of CDC's Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. Thanks for joining me for MMWR's weekly briefing for the week of August 7th. The first two reports describe emerging and persistent symptoms of long COVID and its impact on daily activities. Post-COVID conditions or long COVID include a wide range of ongoing symptoms and conditions that can last for weeks, months, or years following SARS-CoV-2 infection. They can be new or come and go. They also can impact daily activity. To understand trends in ongoing COVID-like symptoms months after acute COVID-like illness, CDC analyzed data from the Innovative Support for Patients with SARS-CoV-2 Infections Registry, also known as INSPIRE. This study monitored self-reported acute COVID-like symptoms at three-month intervals among participating adults who all had COVID-like symptoms when they enrolled in the study. Participants tested positive or negative for COVID-19 at the beginning of the study. Among participants, symptoms generally decreased over time following acute illness. However, some INSPIRE participants reported continuing and or new symptoms up to 12 months after acute COVID-19 or COVID-like illness. Clinicians should be aware that symptoms can persist, emerge, re-emerge, and resolve up to 12 months after acute COVID-like illness. In the second long COVID report, CDC analyzed data from the Census Bureau's Household Pulse Survey. These data were used to estimate trends over time in the percentage of adults with long COVID and in those experiencing significant activity limitation related to it. The percentage of adults reporting long COVID symptoms decreased from June 2022 to January 2023. However, among people with long COVID, the percentage experiencing significant activity limitation did not change over time. One in four adults with long COVID reported a substantial impact to daily activities. These data provide valuable information needed to create or plan for healthcare service needs, such as effective treatment options, disability policies, and other support services. COVID-19 prevention efforts remain important, including staying up to date with recommended COVID-19 vaccination and planning for long COVID symptom management. The next report looks at rates of SARS-CoV-2 infection and COVID-19-related death among patients on dialysis. 
because these patients are at increased risk for COVID-19 complications. Investigators analyzed data reported by U.S. dialysis facilities during June 2021 through September 2022. Dialysis patients had higher rates of SARS-CoV-2 infection and COVID-19-related death than the general U.S. population. However, Infection rates among vaccinated dialysis patients were lower than those among unvaccinated patients. Patients on dialysis and dialysis facilities staff should stay up to date with CDC-recommended COVID-19 vaccines. To prevent the spread of COVID-19, dialysis facilities should continue to implement infection prevention and control practices. These include early detection of symptomatic illness, appropriate patient placement, and correct use of personal protective equipment. The last report highlights a salmonella outbreak linked to -to ready-to-eat tofu. Salmonella typhimurium is a type of bacteria often responsible for foodborne illnesses linked to consumption of animal products. During May through July 2021, 38 cases of this type of salmonella were reported in 10 public health districts in Ontario, Canada. The strain was unrelated to any existing clusters or isolates previously reported to Canada's national surveillance system. The outbreak was linked to the consumption of ready-to-eat seasoned tofu from a single manufacturer and distributor. This is the first time that tofu has been linked to a salmonella outbreak. This novel outbreak is of public health importance because of the global increase in consumption of plant-based proteins. Improved guidance is needed that targets the production of plant-based proteins, such as tofu, and all parts of the supply chain. This will minimize the growth and transmission of foodborne diseases in these types of food. That's all for this briefing. Thank you for joining us. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Subscribe to MMWR at cdc.gov MMWR to stay up to date on the latest scientific information. Stay safe and stay well. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.